0: I'm Michelle. And I'm Paige. And this is Smart Girls in the YA Stacks. We are newly minted adults. I'm 23. I'm the oldest. Michelle is 22. And we're out of college. I'm almost in the job market, basically. <laughs> I am a nanny most of the time. Some of the time. It's fine. And Michelle does nonprofit work, right? And tutoring. And tutoring. We you a long gotta pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> Student it guys. They're coming. <laughs> and I went to Montefiore where I was a philosophy major and an education minor. So I also taught and I did history and Michelle. Um, so I went to Colorado College and I was a religion major and a math minor because so, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, really marketable. <laughs> and we really suggest the words. If you want to have a really fulfilling life and maybe not make any money, it's fine. Until later. Until ten, later. Ten years down the road, liberal arts majors have higher job salaries than non-liberal mm-hmm. arts majors. Yeah, so hang on. Anyway, we <laughs> we'll have... will let you know. <laughs> <laughs> we have one college English class between the two of us, and we are here, now that we've aged out of the YA market, to analyze and discuss and tear apart young adult books, but in an informed educational way, and hopefully let me... Yeah, Yeah. so we're starting today. Our first book is A Million Miles Away by Laura Avery. It has a lot of hot pink. (laughs) It's very hot pink. Um, It is a book that we, when we saw the (laughs) plot description, we were like, oh man, this is going to be great fodder for our podcast. Um, We'll talk about whether it is or not, but (laughs) the basic premise is there's two twin sisters, Kelsey and Michelle, um, and... One of them dies at the very beginning of the book. Uh, Michelle does, and she has the soldier boyfriend. And then Kelsey decides that she's gonna like take up with this boyfriend, and yep. And it's about how Kelsey is like faking being Michelle in order to date the soldier that's in Afghanistan, and they're like and does not know that Michelle is dead. Yeah, so it gets a little bit convoluted. So obviously, we thought this would be ideal because we thought it was ridiculous, and we just assumed this whole book was gonna be garbage, Um, which. It was better than we thought. Yeah, I thought the our parts were really good. good. Well, (laughs) it wasn't like a good book, but it was definitely better than we thought. But we also had a very little bar. That's true. So if you haven't figured it out by now, we're going to be discussing the whole book. So if you haven't read it and you plan on reading it, um, don't listen to us unless you don't (laughs) care about the end. Yeah, because we will talk about every single part. Right now we haven't spoiled it. We only told you what's like the back of the book, basically. So, but we're going to now. <laughs> so, be warned. So, this book is written in third person, which I actually was like, I don't know, minorly impressed because so many YA books are first person. Right. They're like, I, me, 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 I. Right. like all the time. And with, particularly with this topic, which like is pretty emotional, she like loses her twin sister. Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like it would be typical of the YA genre to really play on that grief and really be like very self indulgent and these yeah. emotional and rot descriptions of grief in the first person, and I feel like Avery really tends to avoid that, which Mm -hmm. is pleasant. Yeah, I did appreciate the fact that it wasn't just, like, this really maudlin train wreck because it would have been so hard to read. It was hard to read already because it was kind of boring. (sighs) That was the most shocking part about it. So (laughs) boring! It was boring, which, like, with a plot as, like, convoluted as this, like, soap opera-esque plot of, like, a dead twin and faking... To be the other twin and dating a boyfriend that's in Afghanistan, you would think it'd be like a little bit more interesting, but I found myself like real bored. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was not pleased to like keep reading this. It was it was work. So yeah, but it's in third person, which I thought was like a good thing. Third person is good. Like it's a legit <laughs> way to write and like all right. YAs and first person because that's all like so feelings like personal feelings centered and you like never get out of the character's head which sucks if the character is like <laughs> a horrible person or just really annoying um but i don't know it was like this quasi literary writing style that was also sort of like i appreciate the fact that it was a third person but it also like didn't work for me like page three she's like introducing where the characters live and she's like this was the maxfield house it's like I don't need these descriptions. <laughs> it's weird it's sort of like distant the best I can do is it was like quasi literary mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan but I appreciated the effort yeah I think the writing style really didn't take away from the novel um, which is more than can be said for many YA books mm-hmm. like you really don't you're not bothered by the YA or excuse me you're not bothered by the third person writing style if you're not really paying attention you probably don't even notice it's happening and it's um, and it's only moments like that where she's tr- she's like reaching for a description where you would even start to notice it but no. that's that anyway so Ke- Kelsey and Michelle are twins and they're in high school yeah are they twins? is Michelle older? no, they're no, Michelle just twins, twins. <laughs> that's the whole premise of the <laughs> book look at that. they sort of look like they're cousins <laughs> their boyfriend is just a complete <laughs> moron He's blind, actually. <laughs> so he doesn't know and which one twins. That could twitch. have been a good one. <laughs> Sequel, Avery. <laughs> You're looking for one. I don't really know what this book is about. Okay, they're twins. But Michelle seems older because Michelle, like, has her life together. Yeah. It's very, like, stereotypical twin oh, yeah. where, like, one is this, like, smart, artsy one and the other one is this, like, doesn't care about school, Ashley. Okay, yeah. like the beginning of the book, they're at this keg party at their house. Again, they're in high school, and Kelsey's college boyfriend comes and brings mm-hmm. alcohol. I don't know how old her college boyfriend is. If he's bringing the liquor, he's at least a junior. And no, so it's super creepy. I mean, you don't actually have to have a really license to get liquor speech. <laughs> Guys, it doesn't matter if it's are or not. I mean, there are a lot of college parties that I may or may not have attended, in which <laughs> the hosts were not 21, but there was alcohol present. Okay, yeah. I didn't drink it, because I wasn't 21. And there are really? laws. <laughs> she totally said that was a straight face. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, the high school. do, do people have cake parties in high school? I don't know, because... We what? didn't go to any cake parties in high school. Yeah. One time we played beer pong in your basement with apple cider. With, yeah, with sparkling cider. Um, not hard cider, like... Like, yeah. the stuff you give children at Christmas and exactly. New Year's. So they feel time. fun. In plastic. <laughs> she had blade food. <laughs> it was a good time. And then we acted real guilty when one of her <laughs> parents came down the stairs, which was a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So <laughs> Kelsey's <laughs> having the party. <laughs> the the Kelsey's the fun twin. Right. And, like, these twins do not get along at the beginning of the book. Like, they're pretty mean to each other. There was like, early in the book, they punch each other, apparently, like, regularly. It's, like, a thing. They punch each other. Um... Which is because they're kind of old. Like I think my brother and I stopped punching each other. I don't know. Well, I mean, we made. I mean, we still fought when we were in high school. But like the couple of physical fights that my brother and I had when we were in high school were. <laughs> they weren't typical. But these people like they regularly punch each other. That's what they're like said. Twins, though. You don't have a sister. They punch each other in the face. That's a little bit extreme. Yeah, I would get in a lot of trouble if I punched my sisters in the face. And now they're both in high school. Well, one of them's in college. I forgot about that. Well, that's very <laughs> <laughs> Now that she's a legal adult, I can punch her whenever I want. Um, um. Yeah, so I was kind of bothered by it because, like, I mean, are real people aren't typically not just one stereotype or the other. Uh-huh. And so to have these, like, so different twins, especially, like, with twins, I guess that happens sometimes. But a lot of times, I mean, they're raised by the same parents, so you're going to see some similarities. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they have the same genetics, so nature and nurture would indicate that they have some similarities. Yeah. Sometimes twins, like, really want to distance each other from sure. each other. And so they, like, purposefully or it's non-purposefully, true. they will try and have... I don't know. I don't have a twin. I don't know why I'm talking about this. When I was little, I wanted a twin. I mean, yeah. I wanted, like, a million siblings. Now I don't. Siblings. Now I think if I had a twin, I'd probably, like, murder her. <laughs> they obviously were trying. And then you feel bad when you <laughs> die Oh my car <laughs> yeah so then okay so then the boyfriend shows up like during the keg party sort of i don't know they like go into michelle's room and they don't come out because michelle's the artsy one and she doesn't want to be involved with keg parties keggers Mm -hmm. her boyfriend is peter he is in the army yeah they both have older boyfriends yeah what the heck i don't know I'm also, like, I can't talk to, the, like, the high school experience that's portrayed in this book, because it's so far from mine, and I don't know if it's normal or not. Like, my impulse is to say, no, that's not normal, but I also am not sure that I had a normal high school experience, yeah. so maybe I shouldn't weigh in. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I pass mean, over that. Michelle's high school experience is probably more similar mm-hmm. to ours. She's taking AP classes, although, it, like, is she taking more than just the art history AP class? I have no idea. One AP class does not even count. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, yeah, so then we're introduced to Peter, and they kind of go in their room, and then the next morning, we're kind of set up for what's going to happen later, because Peter comes downstairs while Kelsey, um, the cool sister, <laughs> is making breakfast, and Peter comes b- up behind her and, like, hugs her, and then realizes it's not her, but it takes him a couple seconds, so we're, like, very much set up that they're, like, very, very identical. Yeah, they look the same. And you would never know the difference. Because they're really close-looking cousins. Right. (laughs) I don't know, guys. They're related. They live in the same house. I got that much. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Also, fun fact, this book takes place in Kansas. I was really excited about that before I became less excited by the actual book itself. Um, I was born in Kansas. Kansas, the great state in the Union. Anyway, this book takes place in Lawrence, which is a college town, which makes a little bit more sense for why Kelsey's college boyfriend is around so often. He goes to KU, which is in Lawrence. I mean, they're walking distance from the college. They talk about that later. Yeah. So, a college town in Kansas. There are, like, a lot of, like, authentic details. Like, they talk about the grocery store Dylan's, which is Kansas' grocery store. Um, But also, I want to say that (laughs) this author majorly screwed up because she claims I don't remember where it is, I think she's talking about where Peter is from, and she talks about him being from Western Kansas, and I think he lives in, she mentions both like El Dorado and Emporia, I think, as being in Western Kansas, and they are not, you can look it up on a map, I did, to make sure, but I already knew they are not Western Kansas, they are, oh my gosh, like Central, maybe like Eastern, they're not Western Kansas. I've been there. (laughs) Paige was really upset by these details, I don't think the average reader um, including me, was at all bothered. Even You've when never I never been to Kansas, okay. Even when I knew that <laughs> they were in the wrong spot, I was still not that bothered. But if geography bothers you, well, also be a law, be aware that the geography is not correct <laughs> <laughs> in this book. And also, after so. you understand it's not a million miles away yeah. from Kansas. We looked it up. How far is it? Like uh we'll get to that. Like thirteen, we're keeping that as a secret right now. But the (laughs) title is a million miles away, and they are not a million miles away. I understand it's a metaphor for like feelings or something, but well, then one of them dies, and so then she's like a million miles away. But what do you mean by a million miles away? Because I think after someone's dead, you no longer have a spatial relationship to them, unless you're talking about their body. In that case, Kelsey's pretty close. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we're introduced to Peter. Back to Peter, in which one of my favorite lines of the book is used. By favorite I mean this is the most ridiculous line. <laughs> so Michelle comes downstairs. Peter goes upstairs to shower or something because he's about to be deployed and like as he's leaving so Michelle starts like talking about all of his feelings in the kitchen right? He starts just like telling Kelsey about like how he's scared to deploying and stuff. I don't remember that part but probably... You gotta get the feeling that somehow it's written in the right. person. It doesn't matter if this is an appropriate person to talk to about your feelings or not. People in YA just like talk about their feelings all the time. I yeah. never talk about my feelings <laughs> to anyone. Yeah. But whatever. Paige might not have like the emotionally healthiest relationship with her feelings, but that's okay. Uh, so he's about to deploy, um, so which is one of the reasons he's staying at their house because I guess she's driving to him to the airport because his family doesn't love him enough to drive him to the airport. Unclear. Um, but. Probably just because he wanted to see her before he left. I guess so. I feel like my family would be like, we're going to probably be the last people. Like, we're going to drive you to the airport. You're going to have to us Yeah, yeah. No, I think that it's probably, like, normal-ish. Also, I think Lawrence is closer to it. Where does he fly out of? I don't know. Kansas City, I think. Okay. So, then he goes upstairs to shower, know. and Michelle stays downstairs, and Kelsey and her are talking about the boy, because suddenly they're not mad about punching each other in the face. And, <laughs> like, hating each other. And she <laughs> is like... I'm more than like him. I don't know, Kels. He's smart, smarter than me even. <laughs> and I'm like, who the heck would say that? That's the most pretentious thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. Like, is this a rarity? Like, this is the first person you've ever encountered that's smarter than you? She's really secure in her IQ. You're seventeen, maybe eighteen. I think they're seventeen. I don't know. Because I guess maybe you think that when you're seventeen. I don't know. I, don't I was know. a basket case when I was seventeen. So, <laughs> true story. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty rough. Yeah, well, I don't know. Blah blah blah. So Michelle (laughs) is really secure in her intelligence, and she's like, "You're the dumb sister, I'm the smart sister, so you have to be the like the dumbest of the dumb, and I have to be the smartest of the smart." Right? You have setting up that right relationship, right? Yeah. So anyway, blah 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 blah. He goes off to war, whatever. And then okay, so we already know before you said the book that Michelle is gonna die in a car accident. Um, it's like the first line in the inside cover. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't... It's, like, that like the major plot <laughs> point. It happens on, like, page 30, so... Yeah, okay, so we already know this is gonna happen, and, of course, it comes out, like, beginning of the book, like, early on, and my favorite part about this, and by favorite, I mean, it's not my favorite part. That was <laughs> I I'm But, okay, so... Where's this line? It's on page 27, when, like, the police officers come to their house to tell them that Michelle is dead or whatever, she's been in a car accident. Um... And there's this, like, short paragraph, and it's like, the chime of the doorbell. Kelsey stopped. Her parents turned their heads. No one used the doorbell except for UPS and Jehovah's Witnesses. No one used the doorbell except for people who ring the doorbell. So the doorbell is actually used all the time, every time someone comes to the door and rings it. I'm just like, why? Like, like, they, like, it's meant to be this big moment, cause like, you know, like, in a movie, it'd be like, you suddenly, like, know something bad happened to the door Right, there's, like, this moment of suspense, and she's, like, trying to create that moment, but it's, like, they, like, freak out when the doorbell rings, which, like, the doorbell rings frequently, as they explain. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> is a doorbell except for UBS and the Jehovah's Witnesses! People that ring the doorbell! <laughs> I don't understand. I was really annoyed. I was like, that's really fake. I almost wish you hadn't have known that Michelle dies, because she does a pretty good job of, like, building suspense, and you're like, what the heck she... has happened? But you I know. I Michelle was in. But we already know Michelle's dead. Like, if I hadn't have known Michelle was dead, like, I would have been, like, tense in that scene. I would have been annoyed. But then I was just, like, waiting, and I was like, come on, <laughs> get with God. the plot. I would have been annoyed, I think, if on page 27, I, unexpectedly, the twin sister died. Maybe. I also, I don't care to read books where people... <laughs> I, again, Paige is not the most emotionally <laughs> healthy <team> I would mean. <laughs> be. Emotions, not <a> our <laughs> Anyway. Blah blah blah. And then there's like, you know, stuff about grieving and stuff, which again I wasn't really that into. I like I do read books where like bad things happen, but like literature books. Like in like books like YA that I feel like most people are just reading like for fun and for enjoyment. I just want happy books. I don't want to read stuff about like I can make myself sad on my own. Like I don't need a book to help me. Well I did kind of like how they handled the grief. Um because I like that at least it was short. They do, they do, like, a, a chapter on her funeral, and, I mean, it's a funeral chapter. Funeral chapters are always a little awkward. And this is how we know that Kelsey's boyfriend, I think his name is Davis, because it's in my notes, not because I actually don't remember. Um, this is how we know he's, like, not, like... I do appreciate that the author never made Davis out to be, like, a horrible person, and that right. was how it, like, made the relationship between... The eventual relationship between Kelsey and Peter okay. So, like, Davis doesn't get just, like, thrown in the bus by the author, but we do see that he's, like, not, like, a perfect person, at least, because he makes, like, insensitive comments at the funeral. Or not, like, insensitive, but he's at least just, like... He doesn't say the he, right thing He kind things. of wants to, like, brush it off, you know? Right, he and, like, wants to move on. on. He's he's being, very uncomfortable yeah. with the grieving. Mm-hmm. Which, like, understandably is, like, a natural reaction, especially if you're not the one who's been directly affected. Right. But... it's have it, 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 to go with right. it. It's your <laughs> girlfriend's twin sister, like... Yeah. You're going to so have to so lean in. Cut something. more... Compassion. So, after the funeral chapter, we moved, like, f- three or four weeks down the line. So, we kind of dealt with, like, the initial, like, shock and, like, whatever, whatever part of it. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. We could list the five stages, of grief, if you want. Right. We do know of them. Denial. Yep. Anger. Bargaining. bargaining. <laughs> <laughs> We're missing one. Oh, gosh. Depression. Oh, yeah. Depression. It's, and acceptance. Come? Yeah. So we kind of move right. Right. we we lost. We know we what we're talking about. Past like initial shock, denial, our, you know, all it's that were like... But I don't care because again it's not really <laughs> um, and then we move into um like Kelsey is now, like, going back to regular life, and we have some dance scenes, which are my least favorite. Because dance always sounds ridiculous in books. They show dancer the dance so she hates books about dance that describe dance. Right, because it just sounds stupid. <laughs> like, um, it I don't know what it's ridiculous. supposed to sound like, but I, I imagine it. I don't know. To a real person, it would. Um, it's just, anyway. like, it sounds very mechanical, which I guess it's supposed to, especially at this part of the book, because she's, like, a <laughs> grieving no. Oh, sorry. No, because she's like a Poms dancer. Like, oh. she's doing. Yeah, guys. Like, cheerleading. Right. She's not, like, the artistic dancing. She's, like, competitive dancing. And she wants to be a rock chalk dancer. Rock chalk Jayhawk. Go Um, and then she starts talking about that, which is another thing that I have, like, noted because she calls it a fun cult. <laughs> I love fun cult. <laughs> They she's like <laughs> She's <laughs> like the rock chalk chant sounded like a Gregori- more like a Gregorian chant than a fight song. And then later That's she cool. says she calls it a fun cult. <laughs> so we're really engaging in this like mindlessness of what Kelsey is doing. So she wants to really point out that like her dancing is not artistic. She yeah. is a dancer purely because she's in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was the takeaway, actually, but it was kind of cult I guess. out. Um someone's going to listen to this and be really upset with our description, I'm sorry if you're a cheerleader or if you're on a POMS team. No, I think it's great. I'm sure great. what you do is hard. I love cheerleaders and pom dancers. they're great, but it's not... Oh, shoot, I'm taking myself a Keep talking, Michelle, keep talking. No, I think it's great. You really got a kicking eye. <laughs> Pumping up the crowd. That's a positive thing. Shoot! <laughs> <laughs> I want to show the uh, page is gonna do the meet. <laughs> 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 now everyone. Like, but we're gonna move on before before a uh, palm team outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So our address is actually I don't really know the address number. I, I could get pretty close. Um. Anyway, blah 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 blah. So I actually know how this happens, but eventually, like, is it cause Kelsey's? I don't remember. We read this a while ago, and again, I took notes on like stuff. That made August. me like angry or like it's February. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really good at procrastination. That's probably our biggest goal. <laughs> um, and I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember how this actually happens. But the point is, is that Kelsey ends up like getting into Michelle's email. I think because she wants to feel closer to her sister or something. Well, Why did she do this? Um, also, I, I would be so mad if after I die people got into my email. Like I will. I will murder. You. I will come I back and. Kill you as a spirit. I don't So know, think that works. she was like going into Michelle's room. So their mom and dad are also like dealing with the grief. And so they're having. The mom like, and dad are dealing with the grief way worse. So. <laughs> yeah, they're having like weird grieving groups. We'll talk about them later. Which is probably not weird. That's probably actually like a normal healthy thing to do. Rather than actually. like date your sister's boyfriend and not tell. Yeah. Him that she, she's yeah dead. That's not a healthy way to grieve. <laughs> um, so I guess they're healthier. But her mom won't go into. Michelle's room And so if they need mm. Anything from Michelle's room They'll send Kelsey up in there Yeah that's right And so I think Then she notices the computer And opens it Or maybe she needed To get something off the computer I don't know But she opens it And everything's still logged in Because that's how Normal people leave their no, computers No she had to get To the email password How did she get her password? Or did she just like try I don't know The point is she got into Michelle's email And then Which I I would be so mad If someone got into my email Authorized Ed Also like If people start going Through my stuff Okay A I don't want to die Because people are going To go through my stuff Yeah so, the plan right now is Nichelle has to destroy. I'm just gonna all burn my house down. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good option. Um, <laughs> except you, you need, need to, to destroy just... all my. <laughs> well, maybe that's, that's why you burn the house down. I'm not gonna kill Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later about another book where dogs die. <laughs> <laughs> In What's a happening? house fire. <laughs> In a house fire. It's a good, you just it's like the good book. It's not a good book. I hated it. This is the worst. Anyway, we're not talking about that yet. No, Nichelle's going to burn all of my diaries and journals and, like, papers. And you're not going to look at them. Yep. <laughs> I didn't like the hesitation before you said yes. I'm your dad. Why can't I just look a little? <laughs> I'll murder her. From beyond the grave. Yeah. I'll cut your a break line or something. Anyway, the point is... Before you die? After you die? I don't How's know, Nichelle. Goes? I don't know. We'll figure it out later. <laughs> <sighs> the point is... I really enjoy my privacy, and if people touch my stuff, like, t- touch my phone, or, like, touch my purse, okay. I, like, lose my mind. Not that there's, like, anything in my purse, except for a lot of trash. <laughs> so, a lot of, like, paperwork from, like, three years ago. I found, like, there's a ticket for, like, Milan's Metro in my jacket pocket. I haven't been in Milan since twenty fourteen. makes us sound so. I know. Milan. I haven't been to Milan since 2014. It was also the only time I was in Milan. To be clear, <laughs> I've never I was been studying in Milan. abroad in Spain and I spent a weekend in Milan because Ryanair. She ate Chinese food while she was in Milan. And yeah. <laughs> Not Italian food because why would you eat Italian food while you were in Italy? I also ate Italian food and a lot of gelato. Which is, like, we Which go. was basically where it was there. No. Anyway, we can talk about Which my later. experience later. <laughs> so, we... Then we start. So, she opens emails. There's emails from Peter. And this is how this whole Torrid love affair begins. <laughs> also, how we kind of start uncovering more about, like, Michelle's actual life and not just kind of Kelsey's perception. Because they're living very separate lives. Yeah. Um, so, we start to learn more and more about, like, Michelle and how she, like, is obsessed with Warhol. That's... She's, like... So artsy, but, like, Warhol is the only <laughs> artist she actually likes, which is, like... It, it's almost like her being, like, my favorite artist is Monet. Which is fine. Monet yeah. is cool. He has pretty things. But there's just... It but seems to have very little depth besides... That's, like, a very cursory... Again, we're not art historians. or artists. I so took we're one, also... We're also just saying things. Like I took name. one art history class at college, so... Oh, congratulations. So That um, sounded sarcastic, but it wasn't. So I took... I did. I took the English class and the art history class, yeah. so... Yeah. I'm just I'm just talking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything, but I'm talking about it. Okay. Um <laughs> then a bunch of stuff happens, they start talking. Sometimes they Skype. She starts answering. So what she so Peter starts like Skyping Michelle. Peter does not know Michelle is dead. Because no one has told him, I guess. This is also something that I'm like concerned about. Like when I die, who's gonna tell like my friends? This is why you need a Facebook! I talk about this. You know what happens is on Facebook. They'll tell you, you'll tell all your friends on Facebook that you're dead. Someone will have to go into your Facebook account. Actually, you can get permission from Facebook. You have to, like, show them a death certificate, yeah. and they, like, are like, and if it's someone done. fakes your death, or someone, like, gets a whatever. Someone like hacks into your account saying that you're dead. It's really hard to get it back if you're actually alive. Apparently, that's what I've heard. I don't know. Well, you have you have to present an actual death certificate, so they like make it I'm pretty saying. tricky, or an obituary, like from a newspaper. So they start talking on Skype and email and blah, blah, blah. A this like, is the really boring part of the book. <laughs> I don't remember how he doesn't know that. Yeah, how do people find out that you're dead? Like, if I die in a car crash, this is my thing. Whenever Michelle doesn't like text me back for like or email me back for a long time, then I start like sending text messages. One time, I left a voicemail, which like we almost never call each other on the phone and the it's Called me today, though. Yeah, because I didn't want to. tag I was driving. She was half an hour late to me. And I also had... Okay, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of snow on the road, guys. Yeah, we got a foot and a half of snow yesterday. A foot and a half. We got a foot of in, snow. like, 14 inches, maybe. I don't know. A half... If it... Anything above a foot is a foot and a half. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how Yeah. hmm Anyway, the point is... I can't remember what the point is. Yeah. No, this is my I of Facebook. Facebook. Because on Facebook they tell everyone My parents when someone has are died. not going to know I'll do it. I don't I'll like I'll be like Paige's is dead <laughs> But they would have to tell you. Well then the people like tag you and post too. How does that tell you I'm dead? Because anyone who like is my friend and also your friend will see I know, but the point that is someone helps. has to get onto my my parents are not gonna know to go to my Facebook and tell everyone on Facebook. I'll do bed. it. I have to burn your house down. <laughs> I have a lot of things to do when you die. But my parents aren't gonna, what if, that's the thing, like, if I die in a car about. crash, I'm sorry. If I die in a car crash, my parents are gonna have to tell, like, Michelle or someone. I don't know if they're gonna know how to do that. i do not know <gasps> sure if they're gonna know how to get in contact with her. I think what they if will. Michelle dies in a car crash? And this is why, I, if she has my parents me back, know. I start, like, obsessing. I think I made that clear once. I was like, okay, make sure to tell Paige. Yeah. <laughs> I start, like, sinning more, and so I'm like, I will continue. But parents to, like, will pick weird people because they, like, Man. pick the people that they know, which, yep. like, Paige has been my best friend since high school, so we've been best friends for almost ten years now. So we're good. So no, we're good. Oh, our parents, well, nine years. Wow. Oh, no. Like, eight. Okay, whatever. Um, I just keep... so old. <laughs> um, So our parents know that, like, we like each other and we're friends, so I think they would contact people, but, like, my parents have no idea who, like, I hung out with in college. I guess they actually do, because there's roommates with them. My parents would never find out. They've been scattered So all your all college, the US, your so. college friends have—we're gonna never know that you died. Anyway, we'll figure this out later. We're gonna plan our funeral after this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a lot to do. <laughs> I know we said anyway. She started skyping with Peter a lot, but that's what happens. Um, and and so she kind of she starts out like wanting to tell. She doesn't realize that he doesn't know for whatever reason, and so then she like, and I guess combined with the fact that he's in Afghanistan and they have like a bad connection, and he always has to like cut off like, the Skype call or whatever, she right. never gives out the fact that Michelle is dead. The one and that she's not Michelle! The Skype, <laughs> yeah, the one time that she answers the Skype call, he's like, oh, hey, Michelle, and he just starts, and she's like, doesn't even know what to do. And then I think it gets cut off or whatever, and she never got to tell him. I think. I think that is, like, the pretext under which she takes right. out as Michelle. Because then she is going to write him an email explaining. Mm-hmm. But then she's like, never mind, I'm just going to pretend to be Michelle. Right. She just, like, falls into this. I think it's partially, like, she wants to be closer to her sister. She doesn't want her sister to be dead. I remember. He says the only thing keeping him alive out here is her. And so she's, like, dead. (laughs) He's going to die. Yeah. I mean, there's also other motives, obviously. Like, she wants Mm -hmm. to feel closer to her sister again. She, like, by, like, writing something down like that, it, like, admits that it's real. And, Mm -hmm. like. So it's, like, I guess part of, like, a twisted way to grieve. But it's really not healthy for anyone, yeah it's this is obviously like in case you didn't know, this was gonna go downhill. Don't do this, if this <laughs> happens to you <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, like, so she goes on with this deception, which I guess is like, yeah, that'd be really hard, like I don't know what I would do if like my I'd probably like, pretend that I'd been open the emails. <laughs> Yeah, like that'd be really hard to tell someone who's like off in Afghanistan, like at war. That like, you met once. By the way, your girlfriend is dead, so I hope. that's How long were they dating before this happened? I don't know. They're like, we are really in love, but it seemed like they'd been dating for like one day. Probably because we were just. I guess saw we saw him for one day. Yeah, but that was the first time Kelsey met him too. I don't know. I think what? it was like a secret. I don't know. I guess Michelle like has a string of boyfriends before this guy. And then she's like, "No, but he's the one." And then she dies like two minutes after she says that. So <laughs> we don't know. I don't know, man. Anyway, this I'm, part like, is really boring. So and they like continue, and then she's like, it. "Should I tell him? Should I not tell him?" Blah 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 blah. Gets really out of hand. And they start exchanging emails. So they start talking by Skype. And of course, then she's like, "Oh, it's like a friend who knows Michelle." And I like, Hi, I know it's Michelle, like, "It's like it's like whatever." Yeah. So blah 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 blah. And she's like, "Well, I can't tell him by a Skype that she's dead because that's like breaking up by a text." Which it is not the same thing at all. Telling the girl that you think you're Skyping is dead is something that probably needs to happen. It's not like breaking up by a text. Breaking up by a text is trying to avoid the issue. You're trying to avoid the issue right now by like pretending to be your dead sister over right. Also, guys, this is gonna unravel because you're not your dead sister. And the more tells Kelsey... gonna come back right. Since he could have died too. That would have been probably best case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> best case scenario, he dies too. You <laughs> never have to tell him. <laughs> That's horrible. Well, you're the one who said it, Michelle. <laughs> Jeez. That's horrible. Yeah, that's what you said. That's what you said. Yeah, so this is obviously... And the more she becomes involved with, like, Michelle's life, the more she, like, goes through the stuff in her room and, like, goes through, like, her email, like, whatever, the more she right. learns about Michelle. And so obviously it's this whole, like, oh, I never knew my sister, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, like, you're not Michelle. And eventually it's going to come out that, like, you don't have Michelle's memories. You don't know, like, you're not into art. And so she starts, like... She's of like, like constructing a life where she's, you know, like trying to get interested in the art Things Michelle was interested right. She decides to pick up an AP Art History class halfway through the year, and the AP <laughs> Art History teacher's that like, totally "I don't think that's a good idea." And then she's like, "But I want it." But and my then can. the art <laughs> history teacher's like, "Okay." Um, which like one time, Paige and I tried to take a physics <laughs> class, and no one had we died, and we started out. at the beginning of the semester, and they did kick us out. Yeah, whatever. So I will never know anything about physics. We neither of us have taken no any physics. Yeah. We don't know how things move, we don't know how things stop. Gravity, we don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Do. It's all a mystery, yeah. Also, <laughs> I know we started talking about Peter and Kelsey's relationship, but I just wanna point out that at some point in this book, this author talks about the student population of KU and she compares them to a J. Crew catalog. And I think that is extremely misleading. That is not what college students look like. College students do not look like they dressed at J. Crew unless they are Amherst College students, and in that case, they do look like that. Um, but that's a very selective experience. The KU student body, you're trying to tell me that they're not all wearing ug, UG boots and leggings. Like, in North Cases. Mm-hmm. It's like the dress code. Yeah. yeah. My college, we, like, had this problem where students were... It was being <laughs> confusing, because sometimes um, campus safety, we get confused about who was <laughs> the students and who was the homeless population that is not supposed to be in campus. Um, and so we've had students that were, like... Asked to show their student IDs to prove that they were students and not homeless people. So, like, not crew When they were, like, walking into the library at midnight. Not just, like, strolling. No. Because that would be a little rude. No. We allow homeless people in campus during the day. And the I they're a little bit more vigilant just because, like, student safety. Mm-hmm. You have to have a student ID card. But, yeah, going into the library. Or napping in random places. I have a lot of students napping in random places. And they're like, you cannot sleep in the chapel because it's a chapel not... A nap room <laughs> yeah guys if you're gonna go to sleep in the library just go back to your dorm room go back to your bed and go take a nap or go to sleep for the night people that bring a blanket and a pillow to the library that is defeatist right there okay just stay at home and go to sleep you don't need to take your you stuff into you the library. i've never I seen, seen people oh commit to napping at like maybe they maybe they like during finals and stuff when the library is open 24 hours i guess they just like Camp out, oh. and they're just like, I'm gonna. Google I didn't go know. to the library during finals because it was always too crowded, and our it library was crowded. louder than like anywhere else on campus. <laughs> we like to call it Club Tut because <laughs> it was like going to a club and not going to a library. There's only one floor that was quiet, the rest of it was so loud because it was all open concept, oh which just not work. Yeah, that's funny. social yeah. hour at the library, <laughs> anyway. J Jay, Jay yeah. crew models like, you need, need pants, not apply hoodies, bro tanks. That is sort of like a college wardrobe. I'm not, I mean, it be I'm not it. Maybe there are a couple kids that dress nice. I mean, they're always like a feel. Yeah. But do not tell me that KU looks anything. Kind Henry's of I don't believe that. I guess I haven't been to KU's campus, but I've I'll tell you right now that I don't believe that at all. Anyway. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. That seemed inaccurate yeah. to me. Do you have anything else to say before we move on to the big trap? To, to Paris. Well, there's this one <laughs> character. She has this friend who's called Hannah T., <laughs> She's called Hannah T, like, her last initial, and I just, like, as far as I know, there's not another Hannah in the book. It's not like there's a Hannah S and a Hannah T. Which, as an author, that's lazy. Yeah. Don't even two characters the same thing. That's weird. I mean, there's people, I, there's certain people that I call by their first and last name. Like, but that's because you know another person. Like, I understand, no. well, okay, sometimes, but. <laughs> but I feel like that's not what's happening here. If there was a Hannah S and a Hannah T, I would buy it. Hannah's a popular also, that's name. Also, it's ridiculous, though. Like, as an author to not come up with two different names it's realistic though there's lots of Hannah's but there's not there's just a Hannah T I swear if there's another Hannah in this book maybe someone write us and tell us if there's another Hannah in this book Right. as far as I know there's we have th- no way for you to contact us to write us. us we have Send an email a smoke we're signal. gonna give you our email we haven't gotten this email yet but we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> we're going to don't worry anyway Hannah T whatever also Kelsey's friend Gillian kind of like finds out what's going is on is it Gillian and Gillian. I'm calling her Gillian because it starts <laughs> with a G. I would call her Gillian. If her name is Gillian you spell it with a J. Her it's name, a it's it's Gilly, hard I I don't know how letters work. I also don't know how phonics works. I never learned phonics, so I'm sorry. I can't uh, tell you what that's about. But I'm calling her Gillian because I do whatever I want. Her name is Jillian. The point is. No one's named Gillian. Yeah, there are. I've never met anyone named Gillian. I've never met anyone There's named Gillian. There's literally Jillian. a children's <laughs> book called, I have not known a Gillian. Is it a children's book? Spelled well, with then, a J. Did you read it? Yeah. There's a children's book called The Great oh, Girl Oh yeah. Hopkins. I know Her that- name is Gillian. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, guys. I'm right. I'm calling her Gillian. I'm calling her Gillian. The point is, she I'm gets like, she about she is mad about... I don't know if she actually, again, can't really remember everything that happened, because I don't really care. Um, she kind of gets mad about, like, Kelsey's relationship with Peter. I don't actually think she knows, really, that Kelsey's impersonating her dead sister, but she knows mm. something's up, because Kelsey starts acting weird and like... Yeah. And then she also, I think she does know that she's because she walks in on her. Oh, yeah. For, she's, they're over at her house, and then they're like, do you want, because she starts, once she starts talking to Peter, she starts interacting with her friends again, too, because she had really isolated herself mm-hmm. during the grieving process. So her friends are over at her house, and they come up to ask her what topping she wants on their pizza or something. I'm glad she went with these details. <laughs> I didn't like any of this. And so she walks in and sees her Skyping with this guy. So I think she knows that he's supposed to be Michelle. But the bigger concern for her, for Gilly and Jillian is we have a lot of characters whose names we are okay um, <laughs> um, is the fact that Kelsey has a boyfriend like college bro Davis yeah there's kind of some emotional infidelity around here yeah and she's like what the heck Kelsey <laughs> Kelsey Kelsey <laughs> um yeah so that happens but like gillian gets mad and which <laughs> i like i don't understand like why does a friend care like i think you're like i think f- i guess but she wasn't like mad that she was like like quote unquote cheating on what's his name she was right. like mad that she was like talking to peter or something i don't know she got mad for like this for what felt like a weird reason to me and i was like if i was the friend of the situation like i would if michelle was doing this i'd be like this is stupid like you stop. Get mad at you'd probably get mad at me. I wouldn't get like who cares? I don't have to I'd be like, Michelle, this is dumb and like this isn't gonna work. But like You wouldn't be like mad at me like I first and read something attacked you, you'd be mad because you're like you're an idiot. Right, and my character would be questionable. Right, but Gillian is, like, angry, angry about this. Yeah, like, like, she's been personally attacked somehow. Gets, like, really, like, witchy about it, and I'm like, who cares? (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't know. Hannah T. doesn't. Yeah, (laughs) Hannah T. is chill about this whole thing. So is Hannah S., the character we haven't heard about. (laughs) I'm just going to assume that Hannah S. somewhere around. There were three Mackenzie Davises when I went to middle school. How did you distinguish them? Well, I never did. I think I knew. <laughs> I think I knew who like one of them was, but there were three of them: there Mackenzie Davis, McKenzie Davis, and Kenzie... At that point, you have to pull out your middle name or something. Somebody <laughs> needs to go by Kenzie. Somebody needs to go by Mackenzie. Somebody else needs to go by Mac. <laughs> we had a girl who we called Mac. Ann Curry's daughter went to my college, and we called her Mac. Ann Curry, the person, the news person. Yeah, she was at oh. my graduation. <sighs> Oprah came to Mount Holyoke once because one of the girls. You from were college. there. Well, I wasn't there there, but she came like during move-in day for like the first years, which I was already like a sophomore, or junior, or something. You Oprah
1: was Oprah? there.
0: I know, but other people did. Other, other people. She was like helping this girl from her leadership academy in South Africa like move in. That's so cool. Yeah, we're not even Oprah people, but Oprah's still really cool. We yeah. firmly believe that there are two types of people in this world: Oprah people and Martha people, and we're Martha, we are Martha people. people. Can't Martha? Make a word? <laughs> Martha I'm Stewart, talking. if you don't know who we're referring to, obviously. obviously.
1: Okay, so anyway,
0: the Paris trip. Oh, my God. So then, they're talking on the phone. Peter is still completely unaware that Michelle's dead, thinks he's talking to Michelle. Kelsey is, like, really woven this life. I do not know how he picks up on this, how he doesn't, like, did you know Michelle at all? I feel like if someone started impersonating me, I'm sorry, but my boyfriend better know that that's not freaking (laughs) me, or I'm going to be pissed. Right. Um, I mean, they're not having, like, long, long interactions. And a lot of it's email, Mm -hmm. which then Kelsey starts going through Michelle's email to, like, try to mimic her like, vo- like voice and the emails. Yeah. But anyway, so then Peter is like, I have a surprise. I don't even know how he brings this up. But I don't he's know. So like, he gets, like, three days off or something. And so then, she's gonna fly to Paris for three days, and she's not gonna tell her parents. Also, this would never work, because a flight to Paris is gonna be at least, like, nine hours. Eight oh. or nine hours. Yeah, you probably... Yeah, it's gonna she gets be night like, and you get there the next day. Right? Yeah. If you fly international, you have you're to- almost always getting there the next day. You fly overnight. I mean, I guess I only nice. spend one night. But it's like... Also, he buys her a trip to Paris, which seems pretty last minute. International flights are not, are not cheap. cheap. But I guess he's in Afghanistan, so he has, like, zero living expenses. So he just, like, he decides to, like, throw his money away. Okay, maybe I'm um, throwing your money away. Because Michelle was obsessed with Paris because yeah. she loved artists, even though her favorite was Warhol. So... <laughs> Which is an American, but, um, <laughs> Michelle speaks French, also. <laughs> this is gonna go over well. Anyway, like, yeah, he decides to- <laughs> I forgot about <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Michelle, he buys his plane ticket for dead Michelle, in Michelle's name, to just, like, come to Paris, right? And he's gonna meet her in Paris, because he has, like, I don't know, three days off again. Okay, so if you are a reasonable person, you probably think that this is, like, probably a really bad idea and there's going to be a lot of, like, problems with this. Also, even if, it, even if it was her actual boyfriend, even if this was Michelle, right. I would not go to Paris for 12 hours. The je- like, this would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how Kelsey decides she's going to get around this is that she goes and tells her parents, like, late at night when they're, like, already in bed, because she's, like, they won't remember in the morning. Like, what? No, she tells them she's going to go spend... Well, yeah, she lies that she's going to like this weekend, like yeah. admitted students or like. I tell you, which is down the road so, like. Right. Couldn't you come up with a better excuse? But she's going there for the weekend, so that like gets her out of the house or whatever. But Some she Friday, tells her, or pa- she like woke her parents up to tell them, and then she's like, it'll just be they won't ask any questions, and it'll just be hazy in the morning. It'll just be like whatever. I'm sorry, if someone wakes me up, and, that's such a weird thing to do. <laughs> hey, but if someone wakes you in the middle of the night to like tell me this, I'm not gonna have less questions. I'm gonna have more. I'm going to be like, what the heck is going on? I'm going to say, no, you can't go. Why did you wake me up in the middle of the night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get back in your bed, get dead, young lady. Also, are right. taking away your sister's computer because we have heard that you've been Skyping <laughs> her boyfriend. Her, her parents, parents are, I believe yes. Her, her parents are grieving. They're grieving. Pa- her parents are, like, very sympathetic characters. They also are, like, real dummies. <laughs> Which <laughs> are, like, all YA pa- Like, in order to be a YA book, your parents have to be morons or dead. Yeah. Your parents can't be super present in your life, because then, how would you figure things out by yourself? How would you do ne- all this dumb stuff, you know, Wait. and get away with it? Yeah. It's the central tenet of YA literature. and Disney movies, parents are dead, and YA novels' parents are stupid, so... Sometimes dead, too. And also sometimes dead, yeah. Often you or have evil one. Or evil. Well, yeah, Disney movies, YA novels, well, it's all the same. I like Disney movies better, though. I like YA novels I'm really pro-Disney. I'm really pro. People to like, talk about how, like, Cinderella was, like, really regressive and anti-feminist, and I really don't care. I really like that movie. So, So Literally, my favorite is very pretty. Tangled, and she saves either. him. I've never seen Tangled. But then at the end, he cuts off all her hair, and she, he cuts it so close to her scalp, and once she cuts it off, we know it doesn't grow, and so it's <gasps> just like, Paige and I both have, like, very, very long hair, and we're both very, very attached to long hair, so if someone just came and cut it off because they were saving us... <gasps> I would be pissed. Oh my gosh. I didn't okay, I haven't seen Tangled and I don't know what the story is. And now I'm just like so mad because the idea of like cutting off someone's hair, that's like super symbolic. Because like in the Bible, that's how Samson loses his strength, right? If you cut yeah, off Yeah, well that's what happens. She like loses her magic powers, which is like important <gasps> because then the witch dies and so she's like freed. <gasps> but he cuts it so close. Like he could've so cut have it anywhere. She has power? seventy feet of hair and he cuts it two inches away from her scalp. Like couldn't he have got at least waist length? I know he was, like, dying, but, like, he could he could have been a little bit more considerate. That's horrible. That's, like, the worst. See, that's, like, the most anti-feminist thing in a Disney movie I've ever heard of. Oh, my. Like, Cinderella just, like, cleans up after her stepfamily. Whatever. But then she gets her hair cut off? That's, like, that's not cool. But she cool. says him and gets to go home to her family. But that's such, like. And her parents aren't dead. That's so just, like. They just are, were, forgot where the, she was. She loses was. all her power because your power's in your hair. Like, don't even question it. <laughs> her power was in her hair. That's yeah, like the whole sometimes, and it turns brown. She had like blonde, blonde hair, and he cuts it off, and wow. it's really, really short and brown. That is, I have brown hair, brown hair's better anyway. But that is a twisted symbol. Anyway, okay, I'm sorry. So anyway, this. Peter buys her an international. which is gonna head straight back. And no segue. Peter buys her an international plane ticket in Michelle's name. And I just want to say, there's no way. Like, heads up, you cannot yeah. take onto a flight with the wrong name. Like, you can't take four ounces of ham on a plane. You can't get that past. Well, she has the passport though. She has Michelle's passport. And they're identical twins. You think you can clear security with a ticket and a different name? Like, do twins do this? Because I feel like... I bet our twin friends... I have done that all the time. No, they don't. (laughs) If they find you out, you're in so much trouble, you'll never fly again. Also, I'm looking at my notes now. (laughs) Also, elaborate last-minute gifts when you force a recipient to change their plans are really rude. (laughs) Right? Like, on one hand, if someone's going to pay for me to go to Paris... Like, that sounds sweet, but I'm like... What if I'm really busy, though? <laughs> right. Maybe you should give a little bit of a heads up. I don't know. She doesn't she doesn't give any heads up. So, yeah, they get to Paris, and then... Kelsey tells her parents, like, bye, I'm impersonating my dead twin <laughs> To her former boyfriend, I'm flying off to Paris for three days in the middle of the semester. Which I would totally buy as a parent. She doesn't tell him that, but... but. She's gone for the weekend. I don't know if she missed any school. Maybe Friday. Again, I don't um, know how she got to Paris and back without missing school. Whatever. If Marla's a good um, <laughs> <laughs> But then, so she gets there, and Peter's not alone. He has, like, two friends with him. Yeah, from the army of the And one of them figures it out immediately. (laughs) Like, they're only in Paris together for, like, 18 hours, I think, max. And this guy figures it out. And he never met Michelle before she died, I don't think. He just, like, Mm -hmm. knows that she's faking. Because she doesn't speak French and they're in Paris, and Michelle spoke French. So that's awkward immediately, because, like, yeah, like, her whole plan, basically, is that, like, her twin is, like, this Francophile, like, has always wanted to go to Paris, blah, blah, blah. So she knows a lot about it. She speaks French. Like, she knows all the art. And, like, Kelsey's plan, basically, to impersonate her Francophile dead twin is just, like, literally, to grow her eyebrows out and, like, wear a charcoal sweater. Like. That'll work. Actually, maybe that's not her plan. I don't know. But she, like, decided (laughs) to just, like, dress, like, more, like.
1: And that's, like, how
0: it's gonna work. And it's, like, yeah. I'm also Audrey Hepburn when I do that. Like, what? That doesn't work. Because... I don't know. And the thing was, she was like, I'm going to tell Peter as soon as I get there. And That's it doesn't happen. Problem. Because then Peter has friends there. But then the friend. And then it's really awkward because I've been impersonating my dead friend for like months now. And then it gets really it awkward. Is. And the guy is like, Why are you impersonating Michelle? And it gets really confusing. Also, they she, like spend the night together and she's like freaked out because like they've been talking on the phone and she's like, What the heck? And, and then. She's pretending to be a dead sister. I right? Don't do that. But this. I think they all share hotel rooms. So then she can't mm-hmm. tell him. But also, they like. Don't have to like. Also, she's looking for any excuse together. to go Yeah, and then she gets back on the plane and goes home. <laughs> yep. So that went well. <laughs> um, yep. Um she also brought high heeled boots to Paris for walking in European cobblestones. Like, you're massively screwed. There's so much walking to do in Europe. You're right. gonna hurt so much. Also, your shoes might break. Oh yeah, like those aren't I mean, yeah. Like there's a lot of like you'll see Europeans doing like the high heel thing. And, like, it can be done. We're not But, European. like, do not pretend that She's it's from you. Kansas. <laughs> I already told them that. I know. That you, I'm just, like, pointing out that she's not from Europe. She's from Kansas. Oh, the character. <laughs> the character is also from Kansas. No, not Paige. I don't care where Paige is from. <laughs> Paige is from Kansas. <laughs> the point is, if you're going to do a lot of walking, and you will if you're in Europe, to, like, visit Spain. stuff. I mean, my feet, when I moved to, when I was studying mm-hmm. in Spain, like... Like I thought, I was just like breaking every bone in my foot. Like they hurt for like three months. Yeah. I was also just constantly starving for three months, even though I was eating a lot. But they have like different meals and different schedules, and I just like could never adjust to the fact that I and you're that, like, walking a piece so of much for breakfast. Now that right, and you're walking so much. We I was in Florence it's, um, um, last winter. Tells you that, but no one believes you until you do it. Last winter, I was in Florence, and um, we're so we're so cultured. cultured. It's the only time I've been out of the country, and <laughs> um. Some guy I was with had a something that like tracked our steps, and the first day we were there, mind you, the first day we didn't get there until noon, and everyone was super jet lagged. Um, we walked thirteen miles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, our like tr- so I was with a, the school a school group when I was in Florence, and. Um, So, our professor, like, made us, like, hike the first day we were there, because she's like, this is how you stay off jet lag. Um, Just keep walking until you fall (laughs) down. And so, we had to hike up to this beautiful church, which was gorgeous, but it's like, it's like a hike up a mountain. Uh, (laughs) You have a gorgeous view of Florence, but it's a hike. And we were adjusting to, like, not eating dinner until, like, 10 p.m., and we were like, excuse me, what the heck is happening? Um, So, it was fun. But anyway... (laughs) So, high-heeled boots, not a great choice. Better than tennis shoes. Because, look at least a little well, less yeah, see, it's always a balance. Like, you need to wear something you can walk in and not die, because you're going to walk so, okay. so much. You also, like, this is what I was trying to tell my family, because they visited me at the end when I was studying abroad. Um, and I was like, please don't come. Because, like, by the time I was, like, I fit in by the end, because, like... No, I mean like I wore normal clothes and I'd been there for months and was like knew where I was going and stuff. I didn't look Spanish. Everyone knew I was Spanish, <laughs> but I didn't look Spanish. Um But like I dressed to like fit mm-hmm. in with the culture. My family. I'm like, if you come here and you shame me by looking like Americans, murder you Um, so so it's like a balance between not looking like an American?
1: But, but also wearing shoes like But it. don't
0: look like an American. Americans are like the worst dressed people on the planet. Yeah. That's just a fact.
1: I'm yeah. sorry.
0: So travel tip there. Yeah. You're welcome. Bonus yeah. Jonas for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> what did you... <laughs> never mind. What <laughs> did you <laughs> even say? Um, it's a phrase that I made out of. <laughs> right. I don't think anyone else says that, but I do. I don't think so. Anyway. Maybe back in 2008 to- when the Jonas Brothers were cool. <laughs> Oh God! Um, yeah. So disastrous. Well, it was actually not a disaster because he didn't nothing know happened except for his friend, who is a beagle breeder, so and that's how he knew that she was lying, which is it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I have a beagle that doesn't give me any more sense of Yeah, twins. she should work the FBI or something. <laughs> I mean, there. he works in the military. That doesn't count. I think he's really low level. It appears that they're all fairly low level okay yeah. so then they go home and then a few chapters later i don't know what happens i don't have any notes on chapters 21 through 25 well, it starts to get pretty boring <laughs> but then peter comes back because his mom like has a stroke or really? something she gets really sick i don't remember exactly what happened Peter comes me. back for some reason that's all i remember but then he wants to hang out with his girlfriend not his mom who's like sick enough to have them sent mm. home that's not and then so he like so then kelsey drives to meet his family still as michelle in so-called Western Kansas, which is not in the Western So that was crazy. And, yeah, at this point you're just wondering, like, w- because then, okay, the, we've left this part out, but, like, they eventually, like, like, Peter thinks Kelsey's Michelle and is, like, in love with her or whatever. Kelsey eventually has, like, fallen in love with Peter. Right. Basically. We, we didn't talk about that, but, yeah, so, like, they started out impersonating this relationship, but, like, Kelsey doesn't actually end up having feelings for Peter. Right. So, you know, this is, like, getting, like, bad to worse. Right? And at some point, you're just wondering, like, when is Peter just going to, like, shrug it off and, like, be okay with it? She still hasn't told him. And it's just, like, this is getting worse and worse, like, the longer you drag this out, and now you're, like, in love with him. And meeting the family. And then she's talking... So, Peter's a younger sister, and Peter's younger sister is also, like, a palms dancer. And so, Kelsey is like, I'm going to have my twin sister, Kelsey, because she's pretending to be Michelle, come help you. And so, they set up, like, they exchange numbers, but, like, I don't know how they worked this out where she was exchanging numbers that wasn't michelle's number she was like exchanging her number with this sister that was actually Kelsey. i don't know it was ridiculous but anyway so then so now she's like really tangled herself up in this family mm-hmm. so it's getting worse and worse as we said um and basically this book okay this book was boring i was bored while i was reading it we've cut out most i mean we've also talked for a long time but we've cut out a lot of just like the boring, boring the only point I got interested in was around, like, page 140, because I was getting... We were getting, like, really close to the end. I don't know how many pages it had overall. I think it only goes up to, like, 270. Yeah! You, towards the end, you're like, when the F is he gonna... When, right? <laughs> yeah, this is the only point I got interested in, because I was only interested in, like, this theoretical, like, mechanical question of, like, when she was gonna tell us, because we're running out of time. Right, and 306, and we're at 250 right now, when she's, like, dealing with the sister dance stuff. Mm-hmm. So she has 50 pages left to tell someone... Well, to tell Peter, a lot of people know. No one has said anything. They're all like, "Yeah, we're gonna let you do it." You are like, "It's been months at this point, right?" Who knows? I don't know timeline. I didn't not think anybody knew. Not his, him, and his family. They didn't know. Oh no, his family. Well, his sister figures it out but later, yeah. Because then she's like, "I am gonna finally tell him." And so mm-hmm. she makes like a video and she like forever. mails it to his, like, Afghanistan, wherever, wherever he is. But mail takes forever to get to Afghanistan. Yeah, surprise. Um, so by the time it gets there, she has already He's already come home. He's already come home. So he never gets it, I think. We're we're just filling in the We just told you. Because then she's like having a graduation party and it's like weird because she's graduated without her sister. She got into KU. At some point she like decides not to audition for the rock chalk chalk dancers. I don't know if that happened yet. But like blah blah blah. And then so she's having a graduation party and Peter shows up to the graduation party she's assumed that he already knows mm-hmm. because she mailed him this dvd but yeah. he doesn't know but he's and he's like okay with it and she's like wait like you're just like gonna be happy and then she finds that he doesn't know and then he has to tell her yeah. and then it, I don't does he tell? does she tell her it? And so no someone else like because Davis is okay we don't actually remember this but we're gonna take our best guess because Davis is there right and he's like still with her. Yeah, her they would broken up. She's still not broken up with her damn boyfriend. <laughs> no, so he shows up and she like runs over to give him a hug, thinking that he's okay with it. And uh, then they're like hugging. And then she's like, I'm so glad that you're okay with it. And he's like, okay with what? And then she tells him that Michelle I don't know, is dead. Does she tell him? Yeah. Or does like someone else come on and be like, Kelsey, what the hell? Oh, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Don't he remember. leaves. But then her parents it's find bad, out. Though, her really parents bad. find out. And then they go out for ice cream at like 7 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. We don't remember exactly how this happens, but he finds out it's really bad. He's really mad, as one would probably be if you found out you were dating your dead girlfriend's twin. It's yeah. a lot to take in that your actual girlfriend is dead, and your her twin sister has been impersonating her to you for months. It's a lot to deal And then she like drives out to his house to like try to explain herself and try to explain that she tried to send him a DVD like a week ago, so yeah. he shouldn't be mad at her. And then, like, the sister had the DVD. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what happens. But it wraps. The point is, it wraps itself up in like 10 pages. And yeah. he, like, gets over it. See, and if it this was is really the, fast. It's really end. fast. And then. It was boring all the way to, like, the end. And then the end is just like, okay, everyone's fine. <laughs> no. We because did. then they're like, no, we, we're done. I can't believe you did this to me. Blah, 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 blah. And then she's like. So we've spent the summer, and we kind of flashed through the whole summer, and she decides she's not going to go to KU. She's going to take a semester off and do a modern dance intensive in France. Oh, that's right. Because nice. she's, like, incorporated Michelle into herself, and so she's becoming more artsy. We'll still, like, stay to her tour dance herself. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. And then, at the very end, somehow, Peter shows up, or she goes to Peter. I think Peter shows up at her house. He just, like, the point is, at the end, he's just, like... He's like, I forgive you, like, whatever. And they're fine. And they're like, like, let's start over. Let's start at the beginning with not lying to each other about who we are. Mm -hmm. But she's leaving for France in, like, a day. Mm -hmm. And they're like, we're going to start over. Remember when we pretended to be, (laughs) remember when I tried to pretend to be my twin? No, let's forget about that and start over. Yeah. It was very anticlimactic. It was weird. They were like, I'm so mad. And then he was like, never mind. I saw the DVD. I understand why you did it. Let's start I dating. Don't. I still don't understand. Also, yet. even if, like, this is cool, it's not cool to date your sister's boyfriend. Yeah, guys. That's, yeah. Girl code. Hmm. Yeah. I know you're twins, so I guess you're, like, close. That's oh. worse! Yeah, it's, it's, like, gets creepier and creepier. Yeah. I guess we never slept together. I don't... But... Mm. Anyway, that's mine. the book. It was better than we thought it was going to be. Because yeah. it wasn't, like, we thought it was going to be a train wreck. We thought it was going to be really bad writing, too. Actually, it was fine. It was like... It, it was wasn't boring. Good. I, I wanted to tell boring. anyone else to read it, but. Yeah, I didn't think it, like, I didn't like it. If you haven't read it, don't bother, but, like, <laughs> it's not going to be painful if you do decide to read it. So, we've definitely gone over, but we're going to keep talking anyway because there's some more stuff to say, but we're going to wrap it up real fast and maybe we'll edit this. But probably. Probably we'll. this part that you're just rambling and That's explaining fine. what's happening. We're going to, okay, I'm going to talk about, like, the cringiest lines in this book, the ones that I really hated. Okay, well, I already read my cringiest lines. I know, but book. I have more. You could only do a couple. Okay. Pick like two or three. Maybe. Okay. On page eight, she describes someone as having lumber-colored hair. <laughs> what the hell? Lumber comes in a variety of colors. I find that really discriminatory towards other lumber colors. Yeah. I guess we're supposed to imagine it's, like, your typical 2x4. <laughs> Which, again, 2x4, like, you could get in. Right. Different. I don't know. It's dumb, okay? That's not a good description. I know it's, like, unique, but, like, maybe Also, lumber is, like, just, like, beige. Some lumber. On the know. inside? Does she mean the inside or the outside? Also, even an individual piece of lumber will have a lot of different colors. The point is, it's stupid description. <laughs> I think we've established that. Also, sometimes, so like mostly the writing style is like pretty restrained and like she's trying to make it like literature, like this quasi-literary tone I talked about. Yeah, it's and not, like, It's not. doesn't fall into the typical tropes of like genre fiction. Right, right. She doesn't like, it doesn't go off the deep end really. No. But there are some points where she's really straining for description and like it gets a little off track, like Super fast. So at one point, like page 155. You probably don't have to tell them the page numbers. Well, maybe they want to follow along. <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, it's everything is on in 155. Why do I have it? <laughs> I don't know. Glad you can follow along. Her page just has no idea what's happening. Sometimes I'm getting kind of close. She describes something as a cement meadow. Meadow, like, it's like a parking lot.
1: A but a meadow, meadow, the
0: whole point of a meadow is it's, like, soft and verdant and whatever. No, I think the whole point of a meadow is it doesn't have trees in it, right? Like, it doesn't have to have grass in it to be a meadow. Who talks about a meadow of rocks? A you know, like, meadow, doesn't. that's so what we don't talk about, about it. A meadow is, like, It's grass. below average yeah. meadow. She described something it's as a cement lab. meadow. She, she watched the cement meadow of Kansas City International speed passer The cement oh, meadow. it's just, like, the tarmac. That's, Okay, but you call it the tarmac, you don't call it a cement meadow, because it's done. That's just trying to be a little bit. She's trying like to use her thesaurus. <laughs> yeah, guys, don't ever use a thesaurus. Source. Thesauruses are good, but like no, no no no. I actually don't know how useful they actually She yeah, also like if you really need like they're good for you shouldn't just you shouldn't use it as a crutch, is what I'm saying. Cause you're gonna end up saying stupid things like cement meadow. There's also the phrase a new blanket of carbon. I don't know. What I, mean? I don't know. <gasps> Wait, we didn't talk about the most important part of this book page. What? Do you have any more lines? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're done. No. <laughs> okay. She just took the book away. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna read you the poem because we forgot to talk about it. There's an epigraph. There's a poem that doesn't make any sense, <laughs> and it seems unrelated to any point in the book. You know, you're in the choicest of spots when staring out the window, you feel a gaping void wheeze inside you. Bang, bang, bang! Flounders a bluebird against the plate glass. Slap, slap, thump! Drops the sad truth through your bones. So there, it all is. By Alex Lemon. <laughs> if someone knows what that means, again, write us at yeah. our email address. We're gonna give it to you, and we're gonna hope it's not taken because we haven't set it up yet. I think it'll work. We could probably edit it in the, at the end. If we edit it, which we won't. We're going to edit it. We keep saying it, but it's not true. I'll edit it. I know it's on your computer, but... <laughs> Good luck. You can get your notes together for the next podcast. This time it took you, like, 45 minutes. sorry. Months. I just have a lot to say. I don't know why you didn't prep your notes before you got. I'm really prepared, guys. I'm always prepared. Whatever. Anyway. Okay, you have two. One more. No. One. Uno mas. No. I need a highlighter. Because now I can't find anything. I'm skimming. It's not working. But the worst part the worst part is towards okay. the end where she's really grasping and she's trying to, like, talk about feelings, right? There's a paragraph. She's like, It was said and remains said. Time was different when it was just the two of them. Yeah, right. But he would be gone again. Permanent doesn't always mean forward. She's just rambling at this point. Permanent doesn't always mean with you. Permanent, like the Flint Hills, a geographic feature in Kansas. To be thought of. To be passed through. I don't know what she's talking about. To be seen but not carried. Whatever. I don't know what we're talking about at this point. What does this mean? She just starts, like, rambling and doing this, like... For the most part, she's kept her, like, prose pretty, like... Streamlined. Yeah. Like, normal. Like, not crazy. And then she just, like... There's these random, like... Poetic? It's not... It's... I think it's supposed to be. But it's just, like... Like, words. And they don't actually, like, refer to anything. And it's not meaningful language. I wasn't happy. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> was long, cause was long. I just felt like I should interesting. know about Cement Meadow. You get three. No. Trace. The next one we're recording, <laughs> it's going to be hard to pick just three. Oh, That's boy, Let's just say the right is gel might go downhill from here. Yeah, it does. Okay. We're okay. going to do two more things. Did we pick a book to suggest no. this? All right, great. <laughs> I'm suggesting my book. This is, I'm going to comment on it, but we can just your it. So we don't suggest this book, obviously. I don't know if you've gotten a sense for that or not. I mean if you're like really bored and you only have this book in your house, it's not I guess you could read it. It's not gonna hurt you, but it's not gonna improve you. Yeah. Or make your life better. If you really so we try to suggest books that like have something to do with like maybe why you would pick up A Million Eyes Away, what's a better book that sort of, like, plays on some kind of, like, the same themes or some of the yeah. same reasons that page you would Paige didn't tell me book. we were doing this, so I... I did suspicious. tell you. <laughs> I did tell you. Okay, Paige, what is remember okay, you I You told me agreed. in August. It's February. Okay, we planned the whole thing in August. I know we keep talking about that, but we did all the work in August. <laughs> I didn't remind Michelle. It's true. But I didn't tell her, and we agreed. Whatever. So... <laughs> on with it. <laughs> if you're looking for a book about, like, the actual experience, which the actual war experience in this book was extremely limited. <laughs> it was not the biggest part of the book. But at all. Yeah. If you were looking for a war book, don't pick up this book. Do you have a better book about sisters? We can't I'll make two them. suggestions. If you're looking for an actual book that's like better about the experience of going off to war and coming back home and like actually having a relationship as well, because that's part of this book. I suggest Ceremony by Leslie Marmon Silko, which is one of my favorite books. It's a really good book even though Michelle actually it freaks her out. But Yeah, don't read it if you it's a lot it is quite graphic there's violence it's yeah about, if you're looking if you're looking for a light read, tree because you're like and this cover is nice and pink and you're like and then you're listening to our podcast and you're like oh they say it's not very good don't pick up ceremony it's definitely not nothing ceremony you would call is light not a light read very true it's pretty convoluted because it's about it's this a, native american a, who goes off to the war in the pacific during world war ii comes back with post-traumatic stress disorder or shell shock as they called it at the time and it's really screwed up and deals with it, but it's a really good book. It's about how he learns to cope, and it has a lot of Native American traditions in it. And it so that's a really what you're looking cool. For? Person whose name is Night Swan, which is a name I really like. Cool. It's a really good um, book, but it's not a light read. I don't think anyone who read this book and enjoyed it would like that book. Just an F Y A. Well, yeah, we're not talking about if you read this book and enjoyed it. Maybe there could be crossover. Anyway, if you okay, if you're looking for a lighter read that's also about sisters and relationships between sisters, especially like romantic relationships. That, like two sisters, right, are like into the same guy. Then we're going to be talking about a book in our fourth episode called Tall the Boys I Love Before," and that would be a better pick than this. Also, Little Women. Little no, we're li- just saying stuff. <laughs> now we're just throwing every book we've ever read out there. No, Little Women is about sisters. This would be a way better sister book. That's true. Little Women. Little Women what would of be great. Books <laughs> Page for actually sisters. made me read that in high school. Uh huh. And she's never regretted it. Mm-mm, that was a great book. It's about sisters and about. Romance between, like, kind of shared between the sisters, mm-hmm. sort of, and, um, yeah. and complex, and dealing with grief. Uh-huh. And sisters, it it's would be all in there. Why don't you yeah, did this before we start recording. Uh, so Little Women little is women. our actual suggestion. <laughs> suggestion. There's a couple in there just in case, but Little Women would be our final call. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So let's rate this book. So we're going to rate this book on a scale of one to a million miles away. Yeah. <laughs> On a scale of one to a million miles away, we get this book 7,315 miles away, which is the actual difference, distance, between Kansas and Afghanistan. It's right. not a million miles away. as to suggest. It's a little less than 8,000. A lot less than 8,000. I don't know how much it it's is. a real nice number, 7,315, according to Google. I mean, we're talking, like, state to country, so <laughs> it's maybe a little... We don't like know 1, where 10, they're driving the line, but... Who knows? The point oh. is, 7,315 miles away, whatever that means to you, that's that's how we felt about that. That's what I mean, too. Alright, we'll wrap the chat. You can write to us at <laughs> smartgirlsyastacks at gmail.com If that's not true, we will edit We'll later. put it in the description of this podcast. Send us your questions, comments, suggestions which we don't promise to take at all. Complaints, compliments, hate mail. We can send us free books too. <laughs> Feel free to send us any kind of free stuff that you want. We'll review it. We won't review it. We might. We but like no it. promises absolutely no promises yeah also you heard we did this book just imagine what might happen if you send us we might love it though we might love it we also might hate it so just be prepared yeah you can write us there thanks for listening Bye. bye